Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. All right, let's get to the board brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, and make every moment more. That's and right. whatever, whatever lines Jim likes to use. Um... I ran down a few games. Uh, we gave you a winner with the Egg Bowl, gave you a winner with the Niners, gave you a loser with the Lions. So what did you think about him coming out on an ATV? I thought it was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Because <laughs> he didn't really come out on the ATV? And how does coming out on a, oh, you're talking about Mississippi State's head <laughs> yes. coach. How does coming out on an ATV teach these players a lesson adversity. about life lessons and adversity? Here's a $7,000 mini car that nobody really needs, but I'm going to ride out on it oh, just and to show you. How- fun fact, <laughs> it came out after the game. He had never ridden an ATV before. You could tell. And he looked scared for his okay. life. I just wanted to ask about that because I'm like watching it. I'm like, why is he on an ATV right now? The whole thing was absurd. <laughs> okay, <sorry>. Patently absurd. <laughs> Um, but I gave you the picks. We got a couple of Black Friday picks that by the time you hear this, you will have had to have heard the Thursday uh, episode. Yep. So let me run down the games that we haven't talked about. I want to bring up a ode to cookies. Ooh. I want to bring up something he might be upset that I'm doing. But too bad. You're in paradise and you're letting everyone know it. Monkey man. And I don't. Yeah, he's putting little spider monkeys on his head and <laughs> taking pictures and... <laughs> I just don't understand why Jim does the things he does, but here's what we're going to do. It is an ode to Jim Costa, and it is the Costa Lock. I am offering a Costa Lock. This is the universe speaking. I want to offer you Central Michigan University plus 10 and a half as they host Toledo. And you go, why on earth would this be on here? Well, let me tell you, my friends. I want to tell you why. I'm curious myself. Actually, Evan, we can't. Oh, no. It's a noon kick. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Can't give it out. I got to cross it off. But if you were going to, you were actually going to cross I was going to cross the lock his Chippewas because Toledo has nothing to play for. McElwain, they're playing for some form of bowl rally. Can they figure it out and just play at a normal time for once, Central? Come on, Mac. Well, if this hits post-haste, I'm going to feel terrible. And I won't count it for the record. Yep, I won't all. count it for the record. But CMU would have been the play. Um, let's do this. Let me make sure I don't have any of these other Black Friday games we can't play. Um, no, and we already talked about Iowa, I can't give out the TCU game either. Now, let me ask you this That's about noon. Nebraska-Iowa, only because we had talked about it and it is noon. And while you're listening to this, the game's going to be going on. But just the fact that that spread went down another point and a half and it's 24 and a half. Yeah. It's it's absolutely asinine that people are hammering it so much that they got to be like, well, we got to drop People this. are going to bet it until the game goes over. Jeez. 
People are betting them left and right and making money on it. I can't hate on it. Um, all right, so let's do this. Let's go delivery of the week. We'll get the Saturday game done. And then I'll double back to some of the other picks. Delivery of the week brought to you by Hungry Howie's, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket, flavored cross pizza of Cash the Ticket. It's Michigan laying three and a half to Ohio State. So what do we do with this? Now look, A, I'm fascinated. The loser of this game is going to face a wrath. It, it's, it's a, I don't, almost don't have an adjective for it. Jim Harbaugh not there. Michigan loses. Doesn't matter whether it's right, real, or otherwise. Everything they've accomplished the last three years will be invalidated. Yeah, Inst- instantly. You don't have to like it. I'm telling you how America's going to react. You can do whatever you want. Ryan Day loses. You will have lost to Michigan three straight years, which is a way to get fired at OSU. You will have lost to Sharon Moore, not Jim Harbaugh. And all of your talk about this is a tough team, we're physical team, where's Lou Holtz, I want to fight him. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm nervous watching this game, and my team's not even involved. Isn't it crazy? Just because, obviously, we're here, uh, your history with the Michigan Wolverines is just flatly not being a fan and them underachieving largely your entire career in the great state of Michigan, yep. let's be honest. Yeah. And it's so crazy to me because you can't really say when Michigan, you know, they're the equal to Ohio State. And then you mentioned Ryan Day could lose three games in a row to this school, lose his job. Those would be the only three Big Ten losses he has in his career as the head coach. But yet Jim Harbaugh lost five in a row and they still champion this man. It would have been six in a row if they played in 2020. Yeah, the COVID Let's be honest. Sure. And... It's just crazy. You can't say that you're the same because their goal is the national title. And I understand the last two years, Michigan's goal has been the same. And it usually is the goal, but it was a realistic goal for them. But you're right. The moment that if Ohio State wins at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon, the national media, other than the Desmond Howards and Rich Eisens of this world, are going to say exactly what you did. That what you did over the last three years meant nothing. At all. I, I wonder if it's going to mean anything no matter what happens here. Well, it, it, I still it don't think the there's fan, any like way Harbaugh's back. I still think they're going to get hammered. And, okay, so this this is also talked about a lot. I thought Sharon Moore against Maryland made some questionable choices on fourth down. He's hyper-conservative. How much is not having Harbaugh actually going to matter on that sideline on Saturday? It's a great question. I mean... Look, if we look at the Michigan perspective, they've been very conservative the last few weeks. Now, if you want to buy narrative that J.J.'s playing with one leg and, you know, blindfolded, fine. I, I, don't, I don't see that. I see a kid who, A, they can't pass protect. Mm-hmm. B, first read's not there. A lot of happy feet. I don't know what that has to do with an injury. Is he healthy? Did he turn a corner this week? Or... Is this just what he is in a post-Stallions era or in a post-Harbaugh era? Now, you want me to give you value for Harbaugh. He has that wacky relationship with him. The confidence, the banging on the shoulder pads beforehand. And when, when I've looked at U of M here the last couple of weeks, it's very conservative. Now, can they really line up? The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? 
Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And just bully Ohio State again. I don't think they can. I, I haven't been overly impressed with their run game. I don't. If you would have asked Blake Corum or Donovan Edwards at the beginning of this year if either would have been shy of 1,000 yards going into this game, they, I think they both would have looked at you and said you're absolutely crazy. Right now, I mean, Blake Edwards is their leading rusher with 800 and I think it's 88 yards, something along Blake those lines. Blake Edwards? Or would you just combine Blake, the two? I mean, might as well because Donovan Edwards, he doesn't have a place on this offense, which is so weird to me that he was so good last year, but that might go with the post-stallions. If you know there's a blitz or whatever it might be, yeah. that helps out a player like him. Look, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we find out some of it because they, they've largely had the perfect answer for what OSU's wanted to do. I mean, last year's game, when you go back to it, of, of their like 500 yards, do you know that 382 yards came from six plays? That's absolutely crazy. But when you, like one of them was the Donovan Edwards like 70 yard touchdown run where he wasn't touched. OSU was bringing an interior pressure. They had like this perfect call that was gonna be an off tackle run. Could be happenstance, could it be part of the cheating scandal? The point is you ask those questions and it's not unfair to ask a question. I look at this now and I go, all right, if they're going to get conservative and lean on their defense, that's fine. I go to the Ohio State side and I go, all right, can I trust Kyle McCord? I don't. But then I go, all right, he went to Notre Dame and he played against Penn State. And he had to make throws. Yeah, JJ but- didn't have to make throws to beat Penn State. So I go, am I just slandering McCord? Could McCord actually be serviceable in this game, considering he has the single best player in college football, Marvin Harrison? Yeah, well, I think that they have a great receiving core in, in Eubanks and then Stover and and what Henderson... Abuka. Yeah, and what Henderson brings out, I mean, he is their quorum and Edwards in one, in my opinion, because he can catch the ball out of the backfield. But he's, he's a lightning bolt when he gets loose. And my question is going to be the biggest thing out of this game is going to be quarterback play. I think that 100% the quarterback is going to have to win this game for either side. Now, McCord, even though his stats have looked good, even against Minnesota, he forced a couple throws. But you'll see that out of J.J. as well. I think both these quarterbacks, when flustered, it's going to be the one that makes the bigger mistake. You want the X factor. It's a guy who wasn't ready for last year's game. He wasn't healthy middle of this year, but he looks healthy right now. It's Travion Henderson. Yes. Can Ohio State, and I don't think it'll be any form of consistent four and a half, five yards of carry. No. It's can they 
hit and crease a couple of those big runs. Like you saw Penn State in moments. They were close. Close. Can Travion Henderson on the ground create a few plays, make Michigan accountable to it? I don't have, look, if you're wondering, if you hear Evan and I talking, I don't have a play on this game. What's my rule? The best games to watch are often the worst games to bet. There's no value in this line. And do I think it could be a three-point game? Sure. Yeah. Sure I do. I just, I can't place a bet on this game. I can't. And then if you look at Ohio State, when they were beating Michigan on the regular, they had a star running back. Whether it was Ezekiel Elliott or J.K. Dobbins, that's how they won those games. And you're going to see the stat today. You're going to see the stat on Saturday that the last 21 games have won by the the leading rushing total. and yada. I think this is going to be a different game in that regard. I really, really do. That, yes, it might come down at the end to 110 to 108 or something like that, but I don't think you're going to see a 200-yard rushing performance out of either team. Look, if it happens, if Michigan bullies Ohio State all over the field, and again, this Michigan O-line is not as good as last year. No, Barnhart on the right-hand side is really struggling. And even if Henderson's healthy, he's no good. Their tackles are a problem. If they bully Ohio State, I mean, you're talking about questions about Ryan Day, questions about Jim Knowles, who, you know, again, you you don't go out and poach a high-priced defensive coordinator to come in and get bullied two years in a row. I'm going to be fascinated. Can Ohio State stop Michigan on standard downs with their base defense? Right. Because last year, when Jim Knowles started bringing zero-cover run That's blitzes, when it went bad. Michigan had the perfect counters, Cornelius Johnson wide open, Loveland wide open. I got to see it. Your job, if you're Ohio State, is get Michigan into third and six or longer, and your pass rushers, JT Tuomolo, and the, the, the your job is to make Michigan throw the ball in passing downs. Because right here, right now, Roman Wilson's banged up. He'll play. He's banged up. They don't have these amazing perimeter weapons no and like morgan has been nice for them over the last couple weeks and he's a speedster and you have to get him in space but ohio state's main safety his name is 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 escaping me right now but i think he's going to be a big big factor for for the buckeyes and and like you said i mean obviously i know where my bias wants me to pick and everything but i would never place a dollar on this game because i think this is the most evenly matched these teams have been in the last 15 years just watch the game enjoy the game that's it um all right picks rivalry weekend i got a couple for you uh i already gave you a few the other day but now let's go florida getting six and a half against florida state i want to talk about this game because look i understand being south of a touchdown is very risky. And Florida, Graham Mertz is out. You know what? I actually think it helps him a little bit. This kid they brought in last week, he was scampering all over the place. If you're familiar with Billy Napier's offense when he was at Louisiana Lafayette, constant RPOs. And whether it was Levi Lewis, whether it was Chandler Fields, whether it was, they always, everything was RPO, 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 RPO. What does Graham Mertz not do? RPO. RPO. I look at Florida State and the backup, Roden Heiser, Rodden Hammer, whatever his Very name is. Very tall and lean young yeah, white well, man. Well, it's not Jordan <laughs> Travis. No. And I think that is just an incalculable difference. Not in game. Not in a game you're facing North Alabama. I'm talking about, all right, now the reality sets in. This is my guy. 
could you just throw a bunch of 50-50 balls to Johnny Wilson and Keon Coleman and maybe get home? Sure. It's a rivalry game. Napier's up against it. There are whispers about him on the hot seat, which I think would be absurd because it's year two and he's got a top five recruiting class. I actually like Florida in this game. I actually like the points. I think FSU, Jordan Travis is the soul of that team. And at this point, look, I'm being honest with you. I can't put them in the playoff. I know that's a terrible thing to say. How dare you? They won their games. Guys, you don't have a quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree with that assessment. And I would just wonder, would an undefeated Florida State team not get in over like a one-loss Ohio State or Michigan? If the CFP is basing this on the four best teams, how could Florida State be one of the best teams when they have a backup borderline walk-on QB? And you know what? And, and Bobby Sensenhauser. And I'm rooting for is. that chaos. I really, really am. Because that's that's why next year the 12-team playoff Evan, is very important. The but. best four teams. Here's my problem. And I'm so glad Jim isn't here because I don't want to have this argument. The best four teams in America are crystal clear to me. It's crystal clear. It's not even close. It's Georgia. Yep. It's Alabama. It's whoever wins the Big Ten. Yep. And it's Oregon. Those are your four best teams. In, in Washington, yeah, can like Washington. I'm, I'm glad he's on vacation because Washington had a 29% win expectancy in that game. They had no business winning that game. It yeah. was complete luck bullshit. But they would have to beat Oregon again, right? In the Pac-12. Yeah, title and they're not game. going to do and that. Obviously, I don't think they are either. But that would be the only difference. But, but I agree with I you. I think those are the four best teams. And what's gonna it's gonna kind of suck because if if Bama does lose to Georgia, they're out completely because they have that second loss yep. and. And still nothing with Texas, right? <laughs> they're they're done to you? No, I mean, they've got an outside shot of getting this yeah. done and going, but I don't think they're a playoff team. Sarkeesian scares me. Jonathan Brooks, their best back out for the year. And three times this season, I have watched them blow a 20-point lead and put themselves in a, in a game where the opponents got the ball with a chance to beat them. That's not elite. I mean, Texas is back if you go 12-1 and one and win the Big 12. And, and, and that's, that's, that's where I stopped it. I didn't bet them to win the national title. I bet them to win the Big 12. Yeah. And I bet them to beat Alabama. Okay? They're back. But I don't think they're I don't think they're a playoff team. Okay. I they're don't. They're back. They're just not. I just think there. Steve Sarkeesian's a functioning moron. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Florida plus six and a half. You want a rat game? I, I gave it to you right here. Love it. You 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 got to bet the unbettable. Auburn plus 13 and a half in the Iron Bowl. Oh, God. After we just talked about them being one of the best teams in the country. Gotta do it. Let's take Peyton Thorne. Let's let's take Auburn off a 31-10 home loss that they paid New Mexico State $1.85 million to administer. Oh. You got to take 13 and a half here. Look, I, it, Bama's really, really good. But two touchdowns good. I've seen worse Auburn teams win this game. No, you're right about that. For some reason, War Eagle steps it, up in that game. It's a rivalry game. I think Auburn can hold up against the ground a little bit. They clearly were looking ahead last week. That's why I think this number is 13 and a half, not nine and a half. I'm not laying two touchdowns in a rivalry game. That's why I wouldn't bet Oregon tonight against Oregon State, even though Oregon State might be out of gas, yeah. even though Jonathan Smith might be leaving the whole bit. Um, I just can't lay the two touchdowns in a big, heated rivalry spot. And if you're Auburn coming off that loss, everyone telling you what pieces of human garbage you are. Yeah, you should be pissed. You should have all the motivation in the world. So how, how do you battle adversity, right? That's what every coach says. How do you battle adversity? I take the 13 and a half. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.